Ladies and gentlemen, happy Friday and welcome to another episode of the local podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Jordan Hauser Digital. That's my video company here in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. If you're a business out there and you're looking to add video into your marketing strategy for 2020, you're going to want to get a hold of me. Video is one of the easiest ways to share your story and get people interested in your business. Let's create a compelling video for your company that you can share on your social media and on your website. You can cross-promote between the two, have people find you on social media, and then get that traffic over to your website. Or if you want to market yourself on this very podcast, you can do so. Let's just take the Trendy Bunny episode, for instance. That episode had over 3,000 listens. 3,000. That's a lot of people and a lot of potential clients that you're leaving on the table. So if you're interested in marketing your business to the local area through video or this here podcast, get a hold of me and we will chat. All right. Today in studio, we have the very talented Taylor Rain of Taylor Rain Boudoir Photography. Taylor's goal is to make women of all shapes and sizes feel confident and sexy and empowered and whatever other adjective you want to use for that feeling. And she does that through beautiful, super high quality photography. All right, let's get it. Welcome to the local 724 podcast in three, two, one. Taylor Rain in the house. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's nice to see you. Nice to see you. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? We're going to jump right in. All right. So, I am a boudoir photographer. Um, that's my specialty. I have a studio in Greensburg, but I serve Greensburg, the greater Pittsburgh area, pretty much pretty much all around. But, but yeah, I'm a boudoir photographer. That's awesome. For the people out there that don't know what that is, <laughs> why don't you go ahead? <laughs> so, jeez, um, what is it, I guess? So, I always describe it as like women's intimate portraiture if they don't know what it is. So, or people like to refer to it as like the lingerie shoots or this, you know, sexy photo shoots. But um, really I'm an empowerment photographer. So that's kind of what I like, you know, brand myself as. Yeah. So. I mean, you're selling, you're selling not only awesome photography and things like that, but you're selling a feeling. Yes. You're selling a feeling of empowerment and, you know, sexuality. Not that that's ever a bad thing mm-hmm. like uh, in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Um, body positivity, I think, is a very important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in my previous job, I used to work at uh, American Eagle, which is partnered up with Aerie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was the whole thing. That was the whole idea behind the company is body positivity. And every everybody is beautiful. Right, right. And uh, I really got behind that message. I thought that was really neat. Um it was just really cool to be a part of this company that wasn't retouching like photos and wasn't taking out, you know, roles if girls were sitting down and things because that's natural. That's what we see every single day. Right. So, yeah. So it's actually funny that you brought that up because I believe it or not, would not describe myself as a body positive photographer. Um, Oh, sorry. You're good. (laughs) So, um, yeah, because I've been doing a lot of research lately and the term like body positive, it's a movement. So like it was originally created for people like in fat bodies to be accepted, to accept their bodies and to also like get proper treatment for things. So it's become like super like catchy and mainstream now. So people like to like throw the word body positive around. Right. Um, but for me, I, I do retouch my clients. I retouch their skin, you know, their under eye bags sometimes, um, you know. 
I don't know, like pimples, zits, that kind of thing. You yeah. don't really want to see. And I still use like light and shadows to like pose them in a like flattering angle, that kind of stuff. So really like the term body positive doesn't apply to me because that would mean that I like just like show my clients as they are and that's it. Like I take this picture, that's all you get. So right. um, for me, yeah, I think I would like say like I'm a self-love advocate. I am a and like an empowerment specialist, like those kinds of things. I like to use those words because the term empowerment is a lot different than body positivity. Right. So, so yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good distinction between the two because, you know, I think that it, you're right. It started out with, you know, some heavier people Mm -hmm. and then it kind of, it was like its own animal. Mm -hmm. It started to go to like really skinny girls who were kind of, you know, not too comfortable being that skinny. And then it, went to the girls like they're in the middle in the gray area that might have had, you know, some uh, skin pigmentation problems mm-hmm. or something like that or acne or blah, 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 whatever. And uh, so I think like all of those things kind of, you know, caught on. And that's a, that's a big umbrella. You're right. Mm-hmm. Body positivity. It's, a, it's huge. Um, covers everyone, to be honest. That's the whole idea. But um, for what you do... And like what your service is and what the whole idea of your product is, you know, this is a gift for, you know, either them to, to feel sexy about themselves or, mm-hmm. you know, for their loved one, if their husband wants uh, photos of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think that you're doing it right because, you know, they are paying you to to make them feel and, and look as beautiful as possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So have you, uh, how did, how did this all start? How did you, how did you figure out this is what you wanted to do? What were you doing before that? Um, okay. So I was working at Westmoreland case management before. Um, and for people who don't know what that is, um, it's basically social work. So, um, originally I was in the mental health field and then I switched over to the intellectual disability side. Um, so just a lot of like helping people. Um, but that, that work can often be like, thankless um and it's it's a lot for someone who's like very like empathic so it was just it was a lot so I um I've I've done photography since like um college maybe like I graduated had a camera and I'm like I'm gonna take photos of my friends and stuff so I did it for a while I was not very good at it um and then you know I tried to be like jack of all trades, master of none kind of thing. And it just, it didn't work out. I didn't know how to run a successful business. So it just kind of fizzled out when I was in college and I'm like, uh, you know, fine. But then a few years ago, um, I was like, I'm going to try it again. Um, and I was in, in some groups and stuff and, um, I, I found boudoir photography and I was like, this is kind of cool. Like, what is this? And then I looked into it more and I thought it was really cool. And I saw people could like do pretty well with just doing that. And I'm like, well, that's really appealing so, um, so yeah, I got some friends, we rented an Airbnb, I took their photos and that was kind of like, that was it. Um, but then I started to see like what it did for people and like how my work actually like had an impact right. on them. And it was, it was really cool. So I was like, well, you know, this, this is cool. And, um, I don't know, then I, I was doing both. I was becoming really successful and I like one had to go and it was my full-time job. Yeah. So, so yeah. well, that's good. Yeah. That's the, that's the, that's the hope for everyone. Right. Every entrepreneur yeah. wants the, uh, the full-time gig to, to skedaddle. Right. Um, yeah, I think it's a, uh, it's a very neat thing that you're doing. And I think that, 
you know, this is the time. If there was any time in the world, this is it. This is the time for something like that to shine right. and be very popular and accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, are there, you know, some people that don't understand what you do? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't yeah. understand what I do. Um, you know, especially like people who are a bit older. Right. Um, they don't they don't understand. They think that it's it's bad or gross or, you know, something that should be kept private. Um I've even had people call it porn before. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, which is obviously not what I'm doing right. at all. But, um, but yeah, so definitely people don't understand. And I think it's really just people not wanting to understand. Mm-hmm. So they just see people in lingerie and looking kind of sexy or like revealing. And it's like, oh, well, that's, that should be put away. And then people don't, they don't want to take the time to understand what it, what it is and what it does for people. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I kind of went through, Similar things uh, whenever I was working for Aerie mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it wasn't so much like people looking at me sideways about it. It was more like, you know, the older generation, some of the guys in my family just being like, oh, Jordan's over there shooting porn. And right. it's like, no, I'm not right. like, you know, the only thing, you know, porn isn't the only thing that the video is all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there's commercials and this, this and that. And uh it's marketing. I mean, that's that's what it was. And I tried to explain that. And everyone always just kept going back to boobs and butts. Right, and right. that's that. Right, so. yeah. And I see, I see a lot of those. Obviously, yeah. that's my job. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, the whole porn thing, it just, it doesn't make sense because, you know, porn is just created for, like, the viewer's pleasure. Yeah. And, like, that's not what I'm doing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, they're totally different. And, yeah. Yeah. So not a good, not a good comparison. Some people, some photographers, their work is very erotic. Mine is not, but, but yeah. Yeah. So you're more, uh, you're like kind of more on the softer side, the more about like, I've seen your work obviously. Mm -hmm. And what I really appreciate about it is kind of your knowledge of light, how you use it. And just like the shapes that you create. And like the close-ups that you get in on and stuff, like if the shoulder is like creating a really cool shape mm-hmm. as opposed to like the negative space of what's going on there, it's like really cool. It's a really awesome photo. It's really Thank artistic Thank is you. what you're doing. So yeah, I wouldn't worry about uh, anybody that's saying anything about porn. Yeah, cousin, cousin <laughs> Ed over there is like, oh, it's porn. And no, no. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, really, um, I like that you mentioned that, that it is art because like I want to show my clients and the people I work with that, you know, their bodies are like as cliche as it sounds, masterpieces. And like they, you know, you should deserve to see yourself as art. Like I think that's really powerful, especially when you see it printed like on the wall or in an album or however you choose to display your photos. I think that is what is really powerful to like be able to see that photo every day and be like, wow, that's me. Like I did that and I am, you know, beautiful, powerful, confident, sexy, whatever word you need to feel that day. I think that's what's really cool about it. It is really awesome. I think that, um, you know, People are going to have their preconceived notions and, you know, that's that. But uh, you mentioned the the Airbnb. So that was your first, that was like your portfolio shoot, basically, you know? Yeah. That's kind of what was going on. Um, since then, you've gotten yourself a studio mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like kind of describe your studio. What's going on in there? Yeah. So I am um, located like right by Beagley, um, right above an insurance agency. I'm not going to say the name of the insurance agency only because I always like botch it and it's terrible. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry, if you're listening. Um, but 
but yeah, so I have like a tiny, that's like less than 350 square feet, like two little rooms. Um, we, it looked a lot different before, uh, we put hardwood floors in and we painted and, you know, there's just one little room and I, I move all the furniture around like 50 times. I don't know. I'm sure, sure Jess told you that, um, yeah. since you did mention her the other day, but, um, yeah. But yeah, I move everything around like five million times and it's like musical furniture, but it's a really cool space. The light is awesome and it, you know, does what I need it to do. Um, before though, it was shooting in different Airbnbs and it just became a lot, you know, it was expensive and I had to go to the city and it was just, I was like restricted for my time and I didn't know what I was walking into. So, you know, the photos you see on the app are not always what you're, you're getting. Right. So, so yeah, but Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's stressful. I know just being like a video guy, like my studio is my, that's like my, uh, my saving grace or whatever you want to call it, my sanctuary. It's just like, I know where everything is. I know how the light, you know, comes into that room. It's just, I couldn't imagine jumping around into like new spaces and, you know, setting up equipment, doing what I want to do, tearing down equipment and getting out of there and things. That would be uh, pretty stressful, I would think. Yeah, it was. And I mean, I think I still did like an okay job because like at the time I was still learning what I was doing with how to pose people and flatter them and make them feel comfortable. Um, So, so it's a wonder that I even did well (laughs) then, but, um, but yeah, and it's just, I wanted to provide like a better experience for my clients so they could Mm -hmm. come in and it would be more of like a safe place and it wouldn't be some weird, you know, I don't know, Airbnb that we didn't know anything about. And I don't know. I just wanted to create a better experience for them too. Um, and actually I don't know that I should like say anything before it happens, but I did look at a space yesterday. Um, and it's been a space that I've been looking at for like two years. So hopefully everything goes well and we'll be able to expand a little bit, um, in the summer. So I'm not going to like say where it's at or anything like that in case it doesn't work out. But, um, yeah, that would be awesome. But yeah. So it's been something that I've been wanting to do for a while. So hopefully it goes well. Good. Congratulations. I, I mean, that's pretty awesome. If you can, when did you get into your space? Um, it would have been last November I signed my lease. Um, so I was still working my full-time job. Yeah. Um, I got the studio and then I was, you know, shooting on the weekends and, um, that kind of stuff. And I actually ha- had a pretty flexible job, so I could take off during the week to kind of just see like, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Like, can I, can I do this? Can I, you know, have people come in during the week and still, you know, be successful. So then, yeah, finally it was like, well, I'm running out of PTO, so I better yeah. just like make a decision. And so, so yeah, I did. That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. So a little over a year and you're ready to, you're ready to expand. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Yeah. You know, as far as entrepreneurship goes, that's like the dream, you know, Mm -hmm. you keep, uh, growing. So that's good. I think it's awesome. Um, so, you know, in your space, like I said, I've seen your, I've seen your stuff. So Mm -hmm. you've got the bed set up, you have like a couch Mm -hmm. is everything like pretty much natural light. Oh yeah. I, um, shoot primarily natural light. Yeah. Um, except with um, the neon shoots I've been doing, like the After Dark sessions. I saw those. Yeah. Um, they look fucking dope. Thank you, yeah. Um, so obviously we do those um, when it's dark out um, yeah. or just like block all the light. But yeah, I um, sadly, I, maybe I'm not like a real photographer because I don't know much about studio lighting, but I know nothing about studio lighting and it's terrifying to me. Um, I probably shouldn't admit that on a podcast. But No, some people are like that. I have tons of photographer friends that don't, ever really want to use any kind of studio light and 
I mean, when I'm out shooting, like any kind of like event or something like that, or if I have to go out and do headshots and stuff, Mm -hmm. I try not to use flash. I'm more of a video guy. Mm -hmm. So I bring my stat, my continuous lights Mm -hmm. and I set those up because I know what I'm getting all the time. Everything's the same, you know, with a flash, you know, I mean, who knows the color comes back different shades, whatever, you know? Right. So, you know. It is what it is. I mean, like people are out there mastering flash and mm-hmm. strobes and all of that stuff. And but I mean, natural light to me is just the best. Mm-hmm. I love natural light. I love the fall off that you get from a natural source and, you know, just the shadows and things like that. It, it looks amazing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, it's more challenging too. Cause like, Oh, what am I walking into today? And like, we live in Western Pennsylvania. So most of the time (laughs) it's like cloudy and gloomy. I'm like, Oh, this really sucks. But, um, some days, like, especially in the winter, the sun will come in and it's just like creates all these beautiful shadows and light and it's so good. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I am like trying to like figure out strobes, but it's going to be a while until I would ever incorporate that into work. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. The, The one thing that I think that I like the most about natural light is the ability to, and yeah, I mean, you can do it with strobes too, but I like to bounce. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's my big thing. Like if I can break down everything to like it's it's basics and just say like, I know this source is coming in this way. Uh, if I want to take some more light away, you know, I'll put some black over here and mm-hmm. take uh, make those shadows like nice and dark. And if I want to add some light, I just throw a bounce card. And it's simple. It's easy. And you basically end up getting what everybody else is getting with these super complex setups. Right. But, uh, you know, it's super easy like that. All right. Nerd talk over. (laughs) But um, so do you plan on, I know you didn't want to say what your location is, but you will you be still in Greensburg in the Greensburg area? Oh, yeah. Um, Not far. It would just be a few blocks down um, the street. I'm on Main Street. um, So which is cool. Um, but like at the like not busy side of town down by like the police station, which yeah, always kind of freaks me out a little bit. I'm like, what if they look up in this window and see what I'm doing? Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's just like, like a Mrs. Mazel type thing. Yeah, to come in and get you for lewd. <laughs> yeah. Lewd um, but yeah, it would still be in Greensburg. Um, I don't really want to go like to the city because it's just. I mean, I don't. I don't live there. I yeah. like Pittsburgh. It's cool, but um, I mean, a lot of my. A lot of my clients come from this area. I, mm-hmm. I do get clients from Pittsburgh, and I've had people come as far as like almost New Jersey, which is really cool. Oh wow! Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but um, but yeah, Greensburg. I I mean, I like it here. So right. I don't know. I don't really want to go elsewhere. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, like when the whole idea for me to like start my video company was, you know, go off on my own and do this. Immediately, I just thought like I am sticking to my guns. Like what I said in in college was just like. Everybody wanted to go to L.A. Everyone wanted to go to Miami. Everyone wanted to go to New York. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I just want to go to my hometown and, like, get a production company up and rolling and, like, do shit for local people. And, you know, my my professor was, like, shocked that I said that. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that's what you should want to do. Like, that's awesome. And uh, so that's that's what it was. Like, I worked down in Pittsburgh, obviously, down at the American Eagle and stuff. But it's just that drive. The drive mm-hmm. killed me. Mm-hmm. It was like soul sucking on both sides of my day. Right. It was like a bookend of awful in the beginning, in the end. And it just like, it was terrible. Right. So I didn't want to incorporate that feeling into the new 
business, the new venture, because it was just like, that's a negative. Right. And I was just like, no way. So yeah, sticking close to home is good. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have to like run to the studio or do something, you know, I don't know how far away you live, but you know, it's probably not that far. And there you are. I mean, you can run in and shut the lights out if you forgot to shut the lights out or something like that. So Right, right. There was something I was going to say. I don't, I don't remember what it was, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Do you work, uh, do you work with other local, like the hair and makeup person that you work with and, and things like that? Are they also local? Um, so I have like kind of like a team of sorts. I use like different, different people depending on when they're available and stuff. Um, my, like my makeup artists, they primarily come from Pittsburgh, just like that's who I've been able to find who's available and who does mm. a good job and, um, you know, kind of like fits, you know, what I'm, what I'm trying to do. Um, and then I usually have someone else come in for, for hair. And usually that's one of my, my good friends. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. So she usually comes and uh, will do that for me. So, um, but, but yeah, if anyone's listening and they're in the Greensburg area and want a job, um, and you do hair and makeup, let me know. Um, cause we're, I'm always looking for people, um, you know, to be on our team and, you know, to kind of like help us to, to do our job well. Yeah. So, and it would be great to, you know, I love my girls from Pittsburgh and I still want them to work for me, but sometimes it would be nice to have someone who's a little bit closer, you know, when we're, when we're in a pinch or like I had to shoot next week, like unexpectedly and like they're not able to come. So, yeah. so yeah, I might be able to help you out. There's a, uh, there's a woman that I worked with at American Eagle. Mm-hmm. She has a studio in Greensburg. Her business is Pittsburgh makeup. Okay. Uh, her name is Julie Marcosato. She's actually going to be on the podcast here shortly, awesome. probably in March. Cool. But uh, she's really awesome, and she's used to dolling up, you know, models and all kinds. Right, right, right. So I'll hook you guys up. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. To, to, if my team, if you're listening, I'm not getting rid of you. I'm just, I'm just saying. So you got to work. You got to work on options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Like I have people that you know reach out to me to be on the podcast, and I'll shoot out a date. Mm-hmm. And then they don't get back to me for like five days and they're like, okay, that date works. And I'm like, well, it doesn't now right? because I've, you know, I've booked like six people since we've last talked. So, you know, it is what it is. If you're, you know, in a pinch, you have to get a go. You got to have more people available to you. Right. Right. So, right. It's very cool. So in Greensburg, I mean, like you're, you're very well known as we heard from uh, Suzanne Ward last week. That was and, wild. Uh, that yeah, was pretty wild. awesome, right? I, yeah, I was listening and I was like, oh, that, and I was just listening. And like towards the end there, she mentioned my name and I was like, what in the world? I was like, <laughs> me? So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's funny because I didn't I didn't grow up in Greensburg. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I was born in New Kensington. Um, and then, you know, how old was I when I moved to Ligonier? Um, I don't know. I was in like second grade. So like... I grew up in Ligonier for most of my life and then went to college at Pitt. Um, and then, you know, my husband and I moved to Greensburg a few years ago. So now, I don't know, I guess like we call this home and I like it here a lot. And I, we've even been talking. I'm like, I really don't want to leave Greensburg. Maybe it's because people are starting to know who I am. Right, I don't yeah. know. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. So for, for whatever reason, I'm starting to be well known around here and it's kind of, it's just wild to me. I, it's it's pretty awesome. I think that uh, you're doing you're doing good things, mm-hmm. and you know just not only for people, but definitely for you know the town, the city of Greensburg. Because you know, as we were talking about like going to Pittsburgh and things mm-hmm. like that, if somebody wanted to do something like that, that lived out here in Latrobe or even in Ligonier, mm-hmm. that trek 
gets further and further, the more you get the ligonier to Pittsburgh. I right. mean, it's like we're we're in a comfortable spot right here. Right. Like 35 minutes out. Mm-hmm. Then you get to Latrobe and it's like 45 minutes ligonier. You know, you're like up over an hour. Yeah. So it's nice to have local resources, you know, to be able to get what you want here mm-hmm. in, in town. So, you know, businesses are popping up everywhere. It's awesome. Things are going really good. And uh, I don't know. I'm thinking Greensburg is the place to be here shortly. Yeah, it seems like it. So especially even like Suzanne has all these plans and stuff. So I'm like, this is pretty cool. So, so yeah, I'm excited to see what, you know, what happens in the next few years with Greensburg. So, yeah, definitely. So as far as like camera gear goes and things like that, have you, uh, have you upgraded since you started? Um, actually twice already. Um, so last year, or was it two years ago? Um, I bought a full frame. It was a Nikon D750. And then um, actually Black Friday this year, um, I needed to use some of my money, you know, for the tax man. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so I was <laughs> like, I really want to try mirrorless. So I got a Sony. Um, and that has been fun trying to figure out how to use that. But um, so so far, it's pretty cool. So, um, so That's yeah. awesome. So Sony's, Sony's where it's at right now. And yeah, it's just a learning curve for sure. But Yeah, I had the uh, the same situation it was right after christmas uh i was thinking taxes spend some money mm-hmm. and uh i actually went with the sony as well Did i got you? the a7 III. that's what i have uh, same camera yes awesome yep. yeah it's cool it's a it's a neat camera it is the menu is humongous yeah, it's yeah actually the one day um it was like my second or third time using it, I think. And um, my makeup artist was like, oh, can you take a test shot, Taylor? And I'm like, okay. But my, like the LCD screen was black. Um, and I like couldn't see anything th- through the viewfinder. And I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. I was like my, and then my, my battery wasn't charged for my Nikon. And I'm like, this is, I'm, she's going to have to go home. Like, what am I going to do? So, so yeah, trying to learn that was, yeah. Yeah. That was terrifying. That was a terrifying day. I'm yeah. sure it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. It it is always rough whenever you know you're you're in studio and you know this thing, everything's streamlined mm-hmm. like processes are streamlined right. especially like for a shooter or an editor or something like that it's like you have your benchmarks that you need to hit and then all is well but uh, you definitely run into problems and stuff mm-hmm. so I mean it is what it is I mean you can't really do can't do much about it right so but um, you have traveled mm-hmm. with uh, a group of other boudoir photographers. Mm-hmm. Um, where were you guys at last? Mexico? Yeah. So um, I am involved in like some, um, some like education groups and stuff. And then you're in a lot of the same groups and you like talk and just become like internet friends with a lot of people. Um, so in October I went to Mexico um, I think there were 10 of us. Um, there were 10 boudoir photographers and one, she actually wasn't a, um, a photographer at all. She was a nurse. Um, but it was called body image Boot Camp. So a lot of people think that it's, um, you know, Oh, like I'm going to go work on my fitness and lose weight. And actually really it's the complete opposite. Um, the, um, the woman who, who taught us the course is Terry Hofford. So she's a big role model of mine, a good friend and a mentor. Um, but she does a lot with helping. She's a big body image activist. So um, she does body image boot camp to help people kind of like relearn like, you know, all of these negative behaviors that we have regarding our body and diet culture um, and just kind of like breaking away from that and just finding like happiness and like peace within yourself. Um, so we went and we did the course. Um, 
for like the first two, two, three days. And it was, it was really heavy, very like emotional and just like, oh, like this, all of this stuff that I've learned for 25 years, that's terrible. So just, <laughs> um, just like relearning that stuff. But it was really cool because at the end, um, we were, now we're certified instructors. So I can do the course myself. Oh, that's right. Um, which is pretty cool. So it really wasn't about photography at all. But I mean, the course and the boot camp goes, um, it really goes in hand with what I do and what I'm trying to do for my clients. So um, I've been wanting to do my own body image boot camp here in Greensburg or like travel somewhere, but I've just been so busy that I haven't been able to like really plan it. But it is it is in the works for the next few months. So That's awesome. We'll see. Yeah. Busy isn't bad. Yeah. That's definitely good. Yes. So do you plan to at some point maybe educate other uh, photographers that are looking to get into this business? Like kind of how you know, how to basically, I mean, you're, what you're doing is good. People are, people are noticing it. So, I mean, obviously you have something to teach other people as far as like, just like how to run a successful business or how to like, yeah. Yeah. I mean like you're see, like I'm, I'm on YouTube Mm -hmm. and I do a lot of like how to videos about video, uh, making videos, making marketing videos, how to, you know, get eyeballs on your website things you can do on instagram to do this and that right but um and i find that a lot of beginners to youtube is my main audience right. i mean everybody's just like asking the simplest of questions like um so i shot these videos on this camera how do i get these how do i get them onto my computer and it's like that's something that i would never even think to say in a video because I just assume everybody knows you pop right. the card out and pop it in your computer and that's that. Right. Um, but I mean, honestly, it's like 20 people a week who are like, all right, cool. Now how do I get this stuff on my computer? Oh, wow. Yeah. And then what do I do? Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, okay. So get back to basics. Right. You know, do you have any plans of ever doing anything like that? Maybe just saying like, Hey, you know, here's a few lighting tricks or Hey, Here's how I do things and blah, blah, blah. Oh, geez. I really never, I mean, it's like crossed my mind like once or twice. And I'm like, oh, this might be cool. Um, I, I haven't thought about it. I'm not a very good teacher like at all. So <laughs> I, I don't know that I would be good at like teaching someone, but I do love to help people. Like if they have questions about stuff. Yeah. Um, really like in our area, I think, mm, I think that it will be cool to teach other people that you can have a successful business and you don't have to, you don't have to be a shoot and burn photographer. You don't have to like mm-hmm. give everything away on a CD for $50. Right. Um, like I think that, I think like teaching people how to be successful and to like be okay with being successful because I think it's like something that we don't often, I don't know, we like shy away from and don't want to talk about it and like just like fear success. Um, So I think like teaching people to be okay with that would be cool and like helping them to get there. Yeah. So I mean like because there's there's enough to go around in our area. For sure. So yeah, yeah, I just think helping people with that kind of stuff. But but yeah, I mean, I guess if people wanted to learn from me, I don't know what, you know, I I guess it's crazy that people would want to learn anything from me. But it is nuts to think that. But I mean, (laughs) like. I mean, let's throw it out there. You're the authority of this service in this area. Right. That's you. Yeah. So, I mean, the reason I ask is because like in the creative field, like in the business, mm-hmm. 
that's what every, that's what all these people are doing. You like see on Facebook, you see on Instagram, like, Hey, you can come and take my webinar for blah, blah, blah. And you can do this and you can do that. And that's kind of the way that things are going. And it seems strange that all these people call themselves like, you know, six figure photographers, Mm -hmm. but I'm not really seeing anything that they're doing other than putting out courses. Yeah. You're not shooting. So yeah. So it's like everything kind of like falls by the wayside and it's kind of weird, but, uh, yeah, I just, I love to shoot. Yeah. That's my thing. So yeah, that's what I, I was just curious. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe in a few years, if I was at a place where I felt comfortable enough to do that, I yeah. would. Um, but yeah, a lot of my friends and like my, my peers and stuff will be like, oh, did you see so-and-so teaches now? And like, it's just like another one every day. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're all kind of like, everyone's kind of teaching the same stuff too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I guess really like my job that I care more about is helping my clients to like, you know, I think, how do I want to word it? Um, Like teaching my clients like what, you know, they're capable of and like to help them like feel, you know, whatever word you want to use, beautiful, you know, powerful, all those things. I think that is more of my purpose than like teaching other people. I mean, maybe, maybe that will change in a few years and that would be really cool. But I think for right now, like this is kind of like what, I'm supposed to be doing. It's awesome. Yeah. So when did you realize that you had a passion for really helping people feel good about themselves? Well, I guess like my, um, I've always like pretty much in a lot of the jobs that I have had, I've always wanted to like help people. I'm like a helper and a, and a doer, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, so like social work, that's a helping, helping job and like psychology. That's my degree. I don't, I don't really use it now, obviously. Um, <laughs> Probably somewhere down the line and you don't even know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess I do use it my job a lot currently, but, um, but yeah, I think, hmm, I think after I started to like get, you know, clients and like hear their stories and then like see them react to their photos, like I've had people cry and tell me their stories and it's, it's really powerful. Um, you know, so just to know that like I can like help them you know, feel whatever it is that they need to feel and, um, and to like really just like be comfortable with themselves and their story and their bodies and accept that stuff. Um, that's really cool to me because I kind of just see like the hold that our culture has on us with a lot of that stuff. So to just help people to like break away from that if they want to is really cool. So, so yeah. And it's just hearing everyone's stories and like what, uh, like a boudoir photo shoot means to them is really, is really cool sometimes too. Yeah, I think, you know, just, you know, based off of like society and and, and people that don't get it all the time, mm-hmm. uh, negative people, we'll call that. I just, uh, you know, it's it's challenging. It's, you know, I would see that with like Aerie and things like that. You know, there was a, a girl that I worked with is a super famous model. Her name's mm-hmm. Iskra. Like everyone just knows her as mm-hmm. Iskra. She's like one of those people that have transcended the the two names. She just has one, right. but it is Iskra Lawrence. And, um, you know, the girls, I don't know. She's like four or 5 million followers on, on Instagram. And like, she's huge. She's just humongous. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I would go through comments after our shoots and stuff would get posted to Instagram. And, you know, there would be, there would be these guys that go in there or girls who would just be like, Oh God, eat another bag of chips or something like that. Yeah. And it was like, what the hell? Like right. it would just like blow my mind because like this girl is, yes, she's tall. She's very tall. Right. <laughs> she's like a good six and a half feet tall. <clears throat> and, 
And, uh, you know, she's a bigger girl, Mm -hmm. but that's what her thing is. Like she owns that. And like, I honestly, I think she's like one of the coolest girls that I've ever met in my entire life. And, um, so that's challenging. I think it's challenging for, for people to, you know, go and put themselves in a vulnerable spot Mm -hmm. and, you know, be okay with that. Right. Like what's the, what's the most challenging thing that you've had to overcome in this business? Mm. Well, aside from like, um, people kind of like not understanding what I do and thinking that I'm like crazy or dumb or it's disgusting. Like aside from all that, (laughs) um, I think really just getting my clients to like, you know, to be vulnerable and to like see themselves in a different light and, um, you know, be, be comfortable with their bodies. Cause I have a lot of clients who come in who are just not like, I've had clients come in and they're like, Oh my God, I need a Xanax or I'm like, they're like shaking and I'm yeah. like, okay, like it's okay. Like just to get them to like relax and cool down and be like, all right, um, like this is you, like we're going to experience this and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then like always before I show them their photos, it's like, okay, like I want you to look at this, like you're looking at someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, because like usually like if we're just like, Oh, that's a photo of me. I hate the way my arm looks. Look at that belly roll. Look at my stretch marks. Um, just getting them to like see those things and be like, okay, that's my body. And it is what it is. And to just be like, okay, that's cool. Like that's me and that's my story. And I accept that. So just getting them to like, kind of like reframe their mind work a little bit, um, sometimes can be, can be challenging, but I think it's, um, Sometimes it's like the start, you know, with them coming to me, it's like the start of that process for them. So it's just kind of cool to see where it goes from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really important that you have the ability to talk to people like that and make them feel comfortable because, I mean, they are in a vulnerable state. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're going to come in and, uh, you know, you can't have a photographer like, I mean, I learned this, you know, working Mm -hmm that in in this industry you can't just uh be a photographer and like have someone come in and just be like all right cool here we are all right be sexy go oh right that's yeah. like what what is, what does that even mean like right. be sexy yeah. so it's like <laughs> you have to you have to really kind of relate to them what the vision is that you see and something that you know you think that they're going to enjoy right you know what i mean so i mean that's that's pretty tough But, uh, so when did it, like, what did it feel like whenever you kind of got the hang of this, you were just kind of like, all right, I know that I can make these ladies feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. I know that these pictures are going to turn out awesome. And that, I mean, just how did it feel? Oh, geez. I mean, there are days still when I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Do I know how, do I know, do I know how to use my camera? And <laughs> like, what, I go through that all you the know, time. Like, do I know how to post this person? Do I know how to talk today? Like I still like get worried with every client, like, oh my God, what if they hate their images and what if they, you know, didn't have fun? Um, so I think if I was always just like super comfortable all the time, I wouldn't be growing. Right. Um, but I think, um, after like, you know, doing a few rounds and like, getting the hang of it and then just like getting feedback that I was doing a good job. I think that was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right now. So I think, and I don't know, I guess that just kind of like helped me to continue. That was a terrible answer. (laughs) No, it was really good. (laughs) I mean, it just, it's really tough to like kind of answer these things because I mean, like I said in the beginning, I mean like you're selling a feeling right? and for most people who are out there that work some nine to five that like produce widgets, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Like we're yeah. these crazy hippies that they're like 
who are they? Right. But it's like, that's really, that really is what is happening. Like you're really making an entire population feel very comfortable about themselves. And, you know, it's very important to have them relaxed because if they're not relaxed, I mean, it's going to show through in your photography. Right. You know what I mean? So as far as like the business end of it, Mm -hmm. what, like, I mean, posting all the time, doing your marketing, like, do you work with somebody to help you do your marketing or is you're a one man band? It's just me. It's just same here. I am. It's tough. Yeah. The, I answered that I'm the receptionist. I am in the CEO. I am my bookkeeper. Actually, no, I did finally have someone, I hired someone to do my bookkeeping. Thank God. Oh, good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, I do it all. Um, social media manager. Um, I obviously shoot and do the, the retouching. I clean the studio. I do everything except the hair and makeup. Um, because I'm not equipped to do that. Um, but yeah, it's a lot. And even like social media, it's great. It's a great tool, um, to be able to connect with people, but it's so exhausting. Like, I'm not going to lie. It is so exhausting. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually have, um, a Facebook group for my clients, just women right now. Sorry guys. Um, (laughs) of over 2000 women. So, so yeah, over 2000. Holy shit. Yeah. It's a lot. So, um, it, it's cool though, because it's more than just like me posting my photos. It, it's a community. Yeah. Um, which is, which is really important to me. So I think that's why I like Greensburg and you know, it's a city, but it's still like, you know, you still get to know people. Um, but, but yeah, just going back to, you know, what I was saying about the, the Facebook group and managing it, it's, um, it's exhausting sometimes to like manage it and post in there and reply to everyone's comments. And, yeah. um, so some days that I, I don't really yep. do a lot of social media that I'm like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not on social media. People are going to forget about me and I'm never going to get a client again. So, <laughs> so yeah, so that can be, it's, it's rough. It's rough. It is. I mean, yeah. those are the thoughts that like bounce around in your brain at night when you're thinking like. Man, I could probably get up and go do some more work, but I mean, you have to take time for yourself. You have to schedule that in. Oh, and you sure. know, if your if your bedtime is ten o'clock, just get in bed. Right. I mean, yeah, they'll wait around. They'll get their answers. For sure, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. I mean, I can relate to that a lot because I was working. Um. My full time job, which was you know forty hours a week, and then we were planning a wedding at the time, and then I was also trying to get my business off the ground, and so. Um, honestly, I, I almost, you know, hit burnout last year because I was, you know, just not taking care of myself mentally, physically. Um, you know, I was, um, really avoiding relationships and that kind of stuff. So I was just kind of like burning everything around me while I like built one thing up. So like this year I'm like, all right, I have to find a way to balance more. Um, so I, I do think obviously that, you know, getting rid of 40 hours a week, um, that definitely it helps. Yeah, it helps for sure. <laughs> um, not planning a wedding. That's super stressful. Um, but yeah, finding balance is really important. Um, yeah. Especially like lately, there's just like this like hustle mindset all of the time. Like you have to hustle and like beat yourself into the ground in order to like, you know, be successful. And it's right. just really dangerous, I think. It really is. I, I follow those people mm-hmm. that are just like, you know, nonstop, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, like crazy. And there are some people who kind of do that, but they do it in a smart way. Mm -hmm. And it's basically like they find the easiest thing that they can do and like the easiest thing they can do with the biggest return. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of how they like model their, you know, social strategies or anything like that. And I've just kind of like started listening to them and like how they do things and I like it. 
I like it a lot more. Right. It's, you know, sometimes my, my social is very inconsistent because I start getting overwhelmed with like, well, I actually have to work. Right. Like I have to edit videos. I have to shoot videos. Mm-hmm. I have to do this and I have meetings and this and that. Right. And then I'm like, oh my God. And on top of that, I have to like make some kind of like post. Right. And so it's like, you know, I put one out today that was a big carousel post <laughs> that actually took me a long time to make. But at the same time, the return on that has already been absurd compared to just some like dinky photo of this room. Right. So it's good. It's yeah, working. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and that would save me from having to do maybe another one tomorrow or right. whatever. Yeah. So I think, I think it's pretty cool. Um, good advice coming from, you know, people who are out there doing it and things like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, what's the, uh, what's the best piece of advice that somebody's given you about this business? Like with you traveling with these ladies and being friends with all of these amazing photographers and things. Oh, geez. Wow. I'm like really bad at retaining you know, nuggets of wisdom. Um, <laughs> so, um, except for my husband today, but I'm not going to mention what he said because it's so inappropriate. <laughs> but I know um, what he said and I almost spit my water out. <laughs> um, sorry, Jake. But um, I think really like from a lot of, you know, just like seeing other people, um, you know, kind of succeed in, you know, not even just like their photography business, but just like in general and in life, um, not that it's ever been like said like specifically to me, but I think the biggest thing is just like believing in yourself um, and valuing yourself. So I think once you, I mean, like for me, when I started to do that, that's when everything changed for me. Um, So I think, I think just like even like it's like corny and woo woo and whatever, but like believing in yourself is really, really important. And, you know, I think instrumental for success or doing anything in life. Like, you know, if you go to the gym and you're like, all right, well, I want to lift like whatever weight today, but you're like, in your mind, I'm not going to do this and you're not, you're not going to do it. Right. Yeah. So I think just like, you know, valuing yourself is really important. So that's probably, I mean, advice that I've gathered from a lot of people, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I mean, when we talk about like entrepreneurship and things like that, that was kind of my biggest thing was, you know, I've always wanted to run my own business ever since I got my hands on a camera. That was like the goal. But I didn't actually believe that I could sustain any kind of a living doing it. And after I had all these jobs and, you know, went through training, uh, you know, in essence, I guess, like, you know, day in and day out working at these companies, I learned a ton of things uh, that I retained and working with friends who are close uh, to the business and things. And eventually, years and years and years and years later, I finally was like, okay, I think I'm ready for this. Right. And I believed in myself enough to go and do it. And I think that is, that's the hardest part when I have people ask me like, how did you know you were ready to do that? And I'm just like, oh, I mean, it's glaring. Like, yeah. you know when you're not, but when you're ready for it, something has either, you know, lit a fire in you so good that like, you know, you're ready to just jump. You're just right. like, all right, cool. I'm ready. Let's yeah. go. And I think that's, that's really awesome. What do you love most about being an entrepreneur? My free time. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what, that's what is the best thing. I mean, I've never really been, you know, someone who likes being tied down to a desk anyways. Um, 
So I think just having like the ability to, you know, kind of like make my own schedule is really cool. Um, and like do, do things that I want to do. I think that's, that's really cool. And, you know, um, jobs that I would have picked in the past, like with my degree, I would not be nearly, I would not be doing nearly as well right now. So yeah, yeah, that's also obviously a a perk, but for sure, but the free time I think is probably my favorite thing about being the favorite perk of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. I like the free time. It's nice. I mean, like that lends itself to whole, to the whole, like, uh, taking care of yourself, the self love type of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I've never eaten breakfast so much in my entire life (laughs) that I do now because I have the time to like wake up and like mill around and get some coffee and let the dog out. And like, I'm like, Oh, I can make myself some eggs. I'm going to do that. Right. And I just do. And then I take them up to my office and I sit and I start sending emails and I eat my food and then I'm done. Right. You know what I mean? So I think it's pretty awesome. Just, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur in this town at this time, I think it, uh, I think it's a good, mm-hmm. it's a good thing. I think, you know, just uh, what you're doing for the for the females in this town, I think, and and beyond, mm-hmm. uh, I think is just really good. Yeah. Um, my wife, obviously, she was one of your clients here mm-hmm. lately. Yes. And uh, you know, she was talking about the photos yesterday mm-hmm. after she came back from your studio, and she was just like so happy with them. Yeah. She was so amazed with everything that you did. And, um, it was, it was good to see that positivity on her face because like, I mean, she works a lot and she's just like tired when she gets home and this and that. And I don't think that she really has like a very, uh, I don't know, like a very positive outlook on just kind of how she feels all the time because she's just so tired all the time. Right. And, uh, that session really like empowered her it really made her feel like really great about herself and that makes me feel great right as well yeah so for sure all you husbands out there you should send your ladies to taylor even um yeah i mean i think that is really important too um like as women um like I'm, i'm not a mom right now but um i feel like we give so much to everyone else that we kind of like you know we're the last person that we worry about so we don't you know we don't show ourselves like love in certain ways, whether that's like, you know, eating properly or like exercising or, you know, spending, spending time and money on yourself. So really, you know, um, a session is just about like you come in and it's like a day literally just like about you. Like you come in, you get your hair and makeup done, you have a photo shoot, you see your photos. Like it's literally all about you and you don't have to worry about anyone else for one day. Um, so I think that, um, just having that time too can just be really helpful for a lot of people because they don't often get that anymore. Um, so yeah, so I think that's important. And also it's for like, actually, um, I'm hoping to expand, you know, my services to, to really anyone who, who wants to feel, um, empowered. Um, even though that word is super mainstream right now too. Um, (laughs) but, uh, who, who wants to like kind of change the way they look at themselves and like that can go, that can be men too, because, you know, men struggle with body image issues just as much as women do. So, so yeah, couples, men, women i mean primarily i serve women but yeah but yeah i was ripping through your story on instagram the one day when you first said something about the neon sessions Mm -hmm. and you were like who's up for this and just like cheeky i was gonna be like definitely me yeah but yeah i mean like the lighting's awesome i think it would be really cool and uh you know there's 
definitely some dudes out there that would probably rock that shoot. Right. You know what I mean? Do you work with a wide range of like ages for women right now? Like, do you have like young and old and, and things? Yeah. I mean, I don't really show like my older clients on my, um, like Instagram and social media mm-hmm. and stuff because they're not really as comfortable with being, you know, yeah. the images being shared. Um, but I work with, you know, anyone from like 21 all the way up to like past 60. I've had clients. Oh, wow. Yeah. So unfortunately they, they have not allowed me to share their images, but, yeah. <laughs> but I do, I think, um, you know, like the older, I think we talked about this already, like the older generation, right? It's yeah. like a much different time. Like you had to like be modest and cover up and way like, more private. Yeah. So, um, I think that the experience is just as cool. Like, you know, if not, not more for clients who are older, because it's like definitely breaking free from all of that shit that they've like, you know, been told for the past 50 years yeah so so i think it is it is cool i so i do work with pretty much anyone who who will allow me to photograph them so yeah i mean i think it's i think it's really awesome and in today's era we'll Mm -hmm. call it everybody's like really kind of taking care of themselves and you know uh, there's so many more people like who are members of a gym or a Mm -hmm. crossfit or something like that or who are taking the time to like maybe go get their makeup done professionally Mm -hmm. just like for a a normal day yeah and i think it's really cool that people are starting to like take some of that hard-earned money and and use it for themselves and not just like your typical like hey i'm gonna go shop and buy some clothes or whatever but doing things for yourself right and i that's a question that i had only because like i mean elizabeth hurley like her her instagram i don't know if you've seen her instagram Mm -hmm. or anything she is she's like 54 years old now, like 54, when I was a kid, was like, that's my grandma, mm-hmm. like 54. And now it's like 54-year-old women are like banging hot, <laughs> like real hot. And right. it's like 54 back then does not look like 54 yeah. now. So that's what I was just, I was interested to hear like, you know, if you had a wide range of people interested in things. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think it, I think it takes them a little bit longer to kind of like, be comfortable with the idea. Um, but, but I do. Yeah. So I, I noticed that like a lot of my clients on my Instagram and stuff are like younger, but they just seem more comfortable with having their images shared, you know, and as you get older too, you, you know, you have a career and, you know, um, you can't always share your, your images because of your job and stuff or, you know, your family or whatever. So, so yeah. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to touch on? Um, no, I mean, I think that's, I think we, you know, covered pretty much everything. Pretty much yeah. everything. <laughs> That's awesome. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, website, socials, all of that stuff. Cool, yeah. I'll link this stuff in the show notes Perfect. too. Yeah. So um, my my website is Taylor Rain Boudoir. That would be um, R-A-I-N-E-B-O-U-D-O-I-R.com because no one, no one knows how to spell boudoir or pronounce <laughs> it really. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, and then Facebook, if you just search Taylor Rain Boudoir, um, and then you can also search Taylor Rain Booty Babes, B-O-U-D-I-E Babes. It's my, um, that's where the private community is. Um, it's really cool. It's more than just like, like I said earlier, like sharing photos and stuff. Like um, we kind of like celebrate each other's like successes and, you know, our lows and highs and that kind of stuff. Um, and it's been really cool to see like the relationships that have been formed in there. Um, 
Oh, and also I haven't done any lately though. Um, I do like to do events like at the studio or in the community. So like we've done them at, um, Aubrey's, um, fitness envy. We've done events there and like that kind of stuff just to like help people like find friendship. Like, cause as you, I know I'm, I'm going off topic here. Oh no, it's um, fine. But like, as I feel like as an adult, I like, it's harder to locate friendships. Um, so it's just really to help people like find a community and like, you know, sisterhood and that kind of thing. And to just like have a place to belong somewhere. Um, so, so yeah, the, the Facebook group is really cool just for women right now though. Um, and then Instagram is also Taylor and Boudoir. So so yeah, awesome. that's where I can be found. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very important, I think, for people to to feel accepted mm-hmm. and belong to a group or something like that. I mean, that's just like, that's a basic human need right. at, at this point. And, uh, you know, you don't always find that when, when you're older and things. Like, when you're a young kid, that's kind of all you're looking for. It's right. just like, I'm going to play with my friends and that's that. Right. Um, you know, as you get older and then, you know, work and a job becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. and uh, a relationship then it's like you know you meet people when you go out maybe to the bars or mm-hmm. something like that and you know the people that you meet at the bars aren't always the people that you want to call your friends so right. you know it is what it is but uh i mean like some of the people that i've met some of my dearest friends that i've met i've never actually met right. in person mm-hmm. uh a bunch through youtube and instagram and things like that so yeah, definitely. I mean, like, if you're having these events, I, I would urge people to go out and just, like, meet other people who are, you know, looking to hang out with other people and, and form new relationships and, and network with others. Right. I think it's very important. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And hopefully, if we get a bigger space, it'll be, it'll lend itself better to having those events because usually it's like 20 people in a very tiny room in my studio and it and it's it's intimate for sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. All right. Taylor Rain, thank you so much for coming in. I was looking forward to this podcast. Did you have a good time? I did. Yeah. It's, I'm, it's not, I'm not so nervous now. There you go. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, there she goes. Taylor Rain making it happen here in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. I know that she's going to be doing humongous things. Hopefully that new studio space works out for her and she can grow this business. Ladies, I'm telling you, my wife just did a photo shoot with Taylor and it turned out so awesome. My wife is so happy and so confident and it's making me happy that she feels that way. So get out there and connect with Taylor Rain on all the social media platforms and visit her website. You can find all that information down below in the show notes. We'll see you next time.